Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World Podcast, we will be reviewing the latest Pixar film, Toy Story 4. Four. Yes. Yeah. We just saw just it a couple hours with, like, ago. An emphasis there ago. on four. Yeah, because there's four of them. That's a lot. Seems unnecessary. Yes, and I will be. Wait, are we starting right now? Yeah. Ready I mean, to go? Well. Sure. If you're not familiar with the format, by the way, we will start with a spoiler-free review. We're not going to spoil anything. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll reveal stuff that was, like, seen in trailers and stuff like that. So if you were like, I absolutely want nothing whatsoever about this movie, then not sure why you're listening. Yeah. You know? Don't listen yet, obviously. However, if you haven't seen the movie yet and don't want spoilers but want to hear our opinions... Then you can yeah, listen like, up until a point, mm-hmm. which we will tell you and give you a fair warning that we're going to start spoiling stuff. It's like the Rotten Tomatoes snippets. You go and see the critics where they say, like, a little paragraph about it. It'll be like that. And we will warn you before we jump into the spoilers. Although I imagine most of our listeners, and maybe I should do a Twitter poll on this. If you're listening, probably have seen the movie already and just want to hear people talk about the movie. That's my guess. But Mine too. Anyway. Thoughts, initial thoughts, spoiler-free thoughts there, Rachel. Well, I will be the first to say that when they announced they were making a Toy Story 4, and I have made this loud and clear on our other episodes, but I'm like, they do not need a 4. Um, because I thought 3 was wrapped up perfectly, and we actually watched it maybe a month or two ago. Yeah, well, and, right before our trip. Yeah, and I maintain that that is true. I don't think four was necessary. I agree. I think it was not a bad movie. Actually, an excellent movie. And that's the thing is like, it's the best animated franchise, arguably the best Disney franchise. I mean, Star Wars is now under Disney, so I'm sure people would debate me there. But it's really one of the few Disney franchises that we're getting multiple films from. You know, so it's kind of unique in that regard. We don't have Finding Nemo 4. We don't even have A Bug's Life 2. You know, so the fact that they keep pumping out these movies and they're all good is really a testament to the Toy Story franchise and what they're doing with it. I'm in total agreement. They they didn't need to make this film, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it was still a pretty a great movie. very good movie. But it... The, the trio, the trilogy, Toy Story 3, I feel like did a better job of wrapping up. You know, we can't say, like, we can't reveal what happens in this movie in this section. But I think if you've seen 3, it's just such a nice arc. Yeah, you don't and necessarily... Andy, this is from 3, by the way. Andy passes his box of toys onto Bonnie, and it's the, it's the end of that arc. Yeah. So this story introduces a whole nother like what it's almost like what's what's life after like It's almost like an epilogue to the trilogy. Yeah. But its own story in I, its own right. Yes. And I feel like this one was maybe the deepest of the films to be honest. I think like the maybe not the deepest. That's probably the bad a bad term to use. The most the more mature of the four films. 
like the themes, the lessons that it's trying to teach. And I saw a lot of parallels to parenting, actually, you know, where it's like your your empty nesters, your kids are gone, they're off to college, and now like you, you feel like your purpose has been fulfilled. What is life at this point? Like there was a lot of yeah. like existential sort of like, what does it all mean? What's the purpose of us being here? And of course, we're talking about toys. But did you see the, the somebody posted a funny meme? So they just announced a new Pixar IP coming out 2020 called Souls. And somebody posted this like this Twitter post. that was really funny. And it was just like Toy Story. What if toys have souls? Bugs life. What if bugs have souls? You know, and just get inside out. What if emotions have souls? And it's like souls. What if, what if souls, souls have, have souls? souls? But like, I don't know. I mean, that's part of what makes Pixar films so great is that they're able to tell these very very rich humanistic stories through these fictional non-human characters and really that's any a lot of like children's literature right. and, yeah. and film because they're going to teach these lessons through animals or whatever. Yeah, whatever and it helps kids understand that better but Toy Story is very much a film for adults too I mean I think this one more than any other Toy Story movie is like this is really going to hit at the heart of of adults. People have grown up with this. I mean, we've, we've, we've had story Toy the, Story for almost 25 years at this point. Yeah, I was probably... 95, I, I believe, was the first film. Yeah. I was going to say, I was probably 9 or 10 when the first one came out. So, so in a nutshell, um, I'm going to reference a podcast that we just checked out that I think you guys should check out too. Um, Disney... or I'm sorry, 37 Disney Street. They're new, new to the scene, and, and um, they are going through classics. I don't know if they're going in order. I didn't catch that or not. Um, but one thing that I really like what they're doing with their show is a lot of these you know, Disney podcasts that go through and watch the films and review them and stuff, maybe go through the whole film or maybe just kind of give their opinion on it. And there's there's pros and cons to all of these different podcasts, but, but something that this podcast does that... I, I really like is that they do uh, the animation, the story, mm-hmm. and the music. They break it up, yeah, into nice sections. Yes. So go check out 37 Disney Street. But the reason I'm bringing them up is because I kind of want to think about in the spoiler free section, like the animation, it was arguably in, the it was best animation incredible. I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. That's a big statement. I, I, I'm getting tingles just talking about it. Like, the animation blew it's me away. Incredible. Granted, we did go see the XD. Yeah, we did. <laughs> only because um, timing. Time, yeah. The, that was the only time that, that worked for us. Rachel had a doctor's appointment before. We didn't want to push it too far into dinner territory, so we went to this, like, 4.30 showing. Spent the extra 7 bucks or whatever for the XD ticket. So we're seeing it on this gigantic screen. But that, that might have contributed to this, but it looked It was amazing. Phenomenal. I mean... Yeah, and I think that's cool because, you know, Toy Story has always been one to, you know, like a pioneer of animation. I mean, well, it's it was the flagship of Pixar. Yeah, it's the first of its kind. And so the fact that they're still just pushing out these, like, it's just, it is stunning. You're like, how are they, how is this not, it looks real almost, but like, like just some of the, like the carnival scenes and it's just amazing how be- I'm telling you, I think it's the best like, animation. There I've is ever even like seen. in the antique store, like they have like dust particles floating oh, yeah. in the air. I'm like, they, there's just so much detail. Cobwebs. It's amazing. Like, yeah, just like little tiny details that you'll see that 
I thought the sand and Piper blew my mind. Oh, right. But this is like... The short film? Yes. Oh, my this, goodness Yeah, it's, I want to see it again just to admire that just again. Just to admire the animation. Yeah, so animation gets by far A++++. Oh, for sure. The story, I think, is a little bit where I'm going to start dinging it. There are just some plot holes, some inconsistencies, some far-fetched events you know we're not going to go into that right now but i think that that for me is where it's sort of like they they made some stretches that i feel like maybe previous toy story films didn't yeah i don't remember i can't remember exactly i was like talking to we wouldn't we don't want to talk too much before the show about our thoughts and opinions but i'm like did toy story 4 break any rules as far as like what the toys were able to do rules that were established in previous films yeah you're talking about that's Yeah. yeah what i was gonna say um yeah, that the other films didn't establish, you know, with, I can't say right. what exactly, but, you know, did they go beyond their abilities that they did in other films? I don't know. There were just parts that seemed like a story. I do I, think there The story is, was good. Yeah, I do think there's parts in Toy Story 1 where, like, in Sid's backyard, you were like, wait a second, this is just kind of silly and far-fetched, but... So I, I think there's some things akin to that, but I don't know. But anyways, what you're saying. I just think that's the only area where I would start to ding it a little bit is just comparing it to previous Toy Story movies. The story is probably the weakest. You know what I mean? It's certainly, I I don't want anyone to think I'm saying it's like a weak story. It is so, it's still incredibly well written. But when I compare it to 3, 2, and 1, it's sort of like, seems like they stretch things a little bit and kind of made it work and when we get into the spoiler free i'll kind of explain why i think that had oh yeah spoiler full sorry we're in the spoiler free right when we get into the knit and gritty of it i will i don't think knit and gritty is an actual it's the nitty gritty right i say nitty gritty yeah you just said knit and gritty and i was like i don't think that's i think it's a malapropism anyway when we get i've never heard knit and gritty I know. I think I took I took a oh. idiomatic phrase and like changed it incorrectly, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. but it still kind of makes sense. Anyway, you know what we're saying. Yeah, I'm supposed to be the one that doesn't mess those up. But that's okay. Just, I'm just saying because I, I teach that idioms and all that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> um, once we start kind of unpacking the plot, I think I'll explain why. I think there's a reason why it was a little more disjointed plot-wise than previous Toy Story films. Yeah. And then we can't talk about music because there wasn't really... There was a score. The score was actually... Yeah. None... Like, so good. Well, actually, yeah, the music's not jumping out to me right now, actually. Well, there's nothing quite as iconic as that... Yeah, which from, I don't know, episode two or three or whatever way back in the day and we had no idea what we were doing and we still don't to some extent, but... Our most emotional episodes, I talked about that song being like, it just like wells up these feelings. I mean, there's nothing like that, but they use music really well in a way to play on your emotions in this movie as well. Yeah. But arguably the least emotional Toy Story yet. Hmm. I don't know. Arguably. Arguably, I suppose. We'll we'll, we'll go Mm, toe to toe. I don't agree. You're going to go to bat with me when we get to the, you know gloves off section of the review do you have anything else to say that's spoiler free 
the the section's so limited because there's not too much we can say. But um, maybe if you don't have anything to add, maybe give your overall. Here's my stance on it. Here's my score, and then we'll move on. Um. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. Well, I was trying to think of one thing that I had against it. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's a spoiler. I don't think it is, so I'm going to say it when I go. Okay. I will say I think it is a noble addition to the Toy Story franchise. Though unnecessary, I'm happy to have seen it. I'm happy to include it in Toy Story canon. Animation is, you know, visually it's one of the, it's one of the best films Pixar's done. Visually, maybe the best film Pixar's done. Um, it's got this, the characters we've grown to know and love. And I really love, I think every new inclusion I thought was pretty interesting and engaging and fun to include in, in Toy Story now. I don't know if we'll get a five or something like that. I do think that this one does kind of cap it in a way that three didn't. I don't appreciate it as much as the way that three wrapped up that arc, but I have no qualms about them making a fourth Toy Story movie that we didn't need because I think it's an incredible movie. I'm going to give it a 92%. Good. Yes, I pretty much agree with everything that you said there. Again, I don't think it was needed, but I think it was great. And um, Just because we don't need it doesn't mean we can't have it. I mean, they're going to make tons of money off this. Well, that's like, well, when it first came out, I was like, they're just doing this to make more money. And so I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, why would they ruin something that was tied up so perfectly? And it definitely wasn't ruined. It was, like I said, kind of a an epilogue to the trilogy, but a good story in its own right. I feel like um, Pixar at this point, I mean, sorry to interrupt, but Safe for Cars 2, I can trust that Pixar is only going to make a movie if they feel the story is worth telling. And wasn't Cars just Disney? No, Cars is Pixar. Cars 2 is Pixar? Aren't they all It was Pixar? just Planes, Planes, Disney? No, Planes was like, yeah, I think Disney, Pixar are sort of I think it was just Disney. There's some that are just Disney. Got to bring in the fact checker. Fact checker. Anyway. Um, anyway. Yes, conclude your... So, I wish I would have seen more Buzz Lightyear than I did. Um, That's just me, because I loved all the bu- Buzz Lightyear scenes. I thought they were awesome. I, I'm actually going to ding it a little bit because I wanted more buzz. Um, Cars, all three, are Pixar films. Okay. There you go. Um, but Planes is not. So course. I was right about Planes. Yeah. I was, ag- I was agreeing with you on Planes. Yeah. Okay. Which, why? You're interrupting my review. Everyone's waiting anxiously to hear my final score, which is a 93%. Okay. Because, I mean, like I said, animation, near per- I mean, it's perfect and beyond. Um, <laughs> and beyond. But a little bit of dinging because I didn't think it was necessary. I would have liked more buzz. And there were some, like you said, some story stretches that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Looking at this list of Pixar films, somebody's going to tweet at us and say, uh, did you forget about the good dinosaur? Yeah. That movie had its moments. Nope. But <laughs> I do think for the most part, 
you look at this list and I just feel like even especially I'd say especially with sequels I feel like they're not going to make them unless they have the story to tell but yeah which speaking of Toy Story 4 I saw Rashida Jones credited on story which I thought was interesting and I'm surprised why they didn't just have her be a voice as well but anyway hmm. there you go that's yeah. our spoiler free review 92, 93% were right there. It'll be interesting to see why we're a 1% different. I mean, I kind of arbitrarily picked my. That's the thing. We're going to. I'm definitely going to critique, critique this film. I feel like I always give higher scores than what it sounds like because then I kind of tear them down. Mm hmm. I, maybe I'm just a generous grader. I give a generous score and then, I'm like, here's all the things I hated about it. But. Here's the 7%. There's nothing. Or the 8% I will, that I will I say there's like. nothing I hated yeah about this film that's true and there's normally and like i thought a i would big... hate forky didn't love him but i, didn't love I thought forky. i would i thought i would hate him yeah i also felt the same way I, i'll tell you why i didn't hate him in the spoiler section so stay tuned for that okay so from here on out we are going to talk at length about the film i hope that if you've seen it you want to stay tuned and hear what we have to say because we want to hear what you have to say so whatever we're spouting off here we'd love to hear do you guys agree do you disagree hit us up on twitter um we do have a voicemail now wow yeah that's so exciting if you'd like to call in we'll play your voicemail on on the show the number is 614 614- Three nine two, eight one four seven. But we'd love to hear your thoughts about Toy Story four or anything Disney. We're a Disney yeah. podcast, or about so. our podcast, or whatever. Yeah, whatever floats your fancy. Another malapropism. What did you, you say? Whatever sorts your fancy. I said whatever floats your fancy. Uh, yeah, that is malapropism. Good. Word of the day: malapropism. Okay. Okay. Where do we start? Gloves are off. Um, I don't know. We've already talked about what we love, you know, the animation and just how incredible that is. One thing in particular that I want to point out, and this is not actually a spoiler, I could have said this earlier, but is one thing I've noticed with CGI and the, the Pixar style of animation is that the lighting has gotten so much more dynamic that they're able to, I think, just be more vibrant Mm-hmm. Not that Toy Story 1 didn't have, I mean, it had shots in the sun and the room was well lit and all that stuff. But this, you've got the carnival, you've got fireworks, mm-hmm. you've got, you know, like you said, the antique shop. I thought um, the antique shop scenes were so cool. Just like the way, I mean, it just felt like a real antique shop. Like, yeah. With the lights fl- filtering in, oh, yeah. the dust specks floating around and it, yeah. Creepy ventriloquist dolls. Yeah, I think that was, was our kid's biggest uh, qualm with the movie. On the way home, he said he didn't like it, but then he, he's just mixed reviews all On over. On the way so. out, he said it was his favorite Toy Story movie. Yeah, who knows? And then in the car, he said he didn't like it. But I think, And like, then at dinner, he said he liked his favorite character from the new one were the dummies. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, wait, I thought you said you no, didn't like the dummies. And then when I was looking over at him like during like the the dummy scene mm-hmm. he was like had his ears covered and like was like scared like well they did a good job of making them terrifying they were scary like yeah. i was wondering i mean i don't love 
you know, dummies and clowns and stuff like that. So even like, I mean, as an adult, I'm like, that's so creepy. It was really creepy. But I wonder how kids will feel about that part or yeah. Okay. They're going to be creeped out by it. But think back to Toy Story 1 and you've got Sid's creation. Oh yeah. The, uh, the, especially the, the spider, spider one. head guy. Baby, the, the baby doll head. Yeah, that one's Absolutely super, terrifying. That would probably like give me nightmares. I mean, I was like 13 when that came out and I was disturbed by that. Yeah. So <laughs> they're going to do that. That's, that's good. Disney is not afraid of doing really kind of dark, disturbing stuff. You know? It's still on yeah. a kid level, but it's like for a kid, that's yeah, probably that's, pretty terrifying. Like, Gabby, Gabby was pretty creepy. So let's too. talk about let's talk about Gabby. I liked her villainness. Yeah, I like that. I liked her more than, than Lotso. Lotso. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of the same, not the same idea, but sort of, you know. See, I think they did a good job of making her not like Lotso in two two kind of distinct ways. They're both rejected toys but Lotso had a kid and lost the kid mm-hmm. right um and then just goes on to be this like sociopath toy yeah whereas gabby her whole motivation was she's never been loved yeah it's sad and it yeah but you sympathize with her Lotso, you kind like he's got that backstory that you kind of sympathize with but you're also like this guy is a jerk mm-hmm. whereas with her it, it's probably about the halfway point in the film it it goes beyond oh she's just like this maniacal ruler where it's just like oh no she's just trying to get love you know so she she's a deep character she was (laughs) fairly deep yeah but i thought they did i thought it was a villain in a cool way where it was like you know the twist with lotso in the end is he's willing to take everyone down with him Mm -hmm. remember that like they save him and he still screws them over yeah. Gabby, opposite. Like, she actually Ugh. changes. She's dynamic yeah. and... Yeah, and that... I, and I think we should talk about... Her moment with the kid? Later. Okay. Don't you? Because sure. it was like kind of the end. So we should, like, I don't think that. our order matters. Okay. We're not going in like... We're not going to walk through the plot of the But film. that was like the climax, so I feel like we should save it. No, I'm going to talk about it now. I think <sighs> that that... You're was... such a jerk. But don't you think that... Was probably the most emotional moment of yeah, the film. Yeah, that's why I wanted to save it for later in the podcast. But no, it's also an area of critique because it kind of diminishes or undermines, I guess I should say, the emotional ending of Woody deciding to be a lost toy and leave Bonnie and the rest of the gang. Where it was like, that should have been the most emotional part of the film. And I actually feel like Gabby getting getting chosen had more emotional weight to it. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I didn't cry at the end. You were wiping tears away. Yeah. With the Gabby scene. I know. I know, I looked over. You looked over at me to to check. I could tell. I I thought you might have been. It it stirred me a little bit. It was very stirring. I mean, both. Like, when she gets rejected. That Mm. was really sad. And then when she gets accepted, that's when I... The tears spilled a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I overall I really like her character and the creepiness. <laughs> I think they did a really good job with the creepiness. I maybe there were too many dummies, but Well I get what they were to, doing. You, yes, and they had I agree, it seemed like too much, but you had to have this sense, kind of like Lotso's facility, that they're always being watched. 
If it was yeah. just one doll they had to get past. Yeah, like maybe like a few different top, kinds. Like the of, but they're all like the exact same one, but whatever. Yeah. Benson. Yeah, they maybe should have been different ventriloquist dummies. But who cares? Yeah. It's kind of irrelevant. No, her character was great. I love... So the scene after you are introduced to her for the first time, when they cut back to her and she's got Forky held captive, and they just show her like touching up on her freckles. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, this is so yeah. well done. Like she's just. Yeah, and it is. It's like yeah, she just wants to be perfect. Right, but early in the film, you're like, oh, she's, you know, she's vain right. and like just powerful and yeah. very um, self. Yeah, it was like almost like, is, but like it reminded me of Ursula, like putting on her yeah shrimp lipstick. But that's what makes just, that's what makes her character so great is that later you're just like, oh, she wasn't doing that because she's just like yeah loves herself and wants to be beautiful. She just wants to be accepted by somebody. Her story is I mean, it's yeah, a, it's, it's like it is. I mean, that's a and sadly the story of a lot of people which is a good message it's like you know sometimes people are mean but they really need love which is like you know of course there's you gotta set boundaries and don't let yourself be bullied and manipulated by these people but like right but there's usually kind of like recognizing that. like there's a deeper issue but yeah that's what i was getting at earlier where i feel like the themes in this movie were super mature very human i mean themes are always supposed to be human otherwise we, we would not care about stuffed animals like Winnie the Pooh they're always humans can relate to them but they were just complex I wonder if there's anything to the idea that like you know Gabby is trying to impress and be accepted by this girl that looks just like her and then she ends up being loved by someone that doesn't look like her with you know short hair and dark skin like I noticed Mm. that too because like i had thought the same thing i was like oh there's it's very different from this image she had in this book of what her kid should look like Mm -hmm. yeah that's really cool especially if that is intentional and i'm sure it is i bet it is that it wasn't laid on thick Mm -hmm. oh pixar they're they're geniuses i'm getting chills yeah they know what they're doing (laughs) they know what they're doing to us so okay gabby as the villain worked as the redemptive yeah it's good why don't we talk about some other new characters? Let's get the let's yeah. get the elephant in the room out of the way because everybody, everyone that I've seen that's been skeptical of this film is like, I don't like the previews, and it mostly comes down to Forky. Yeah, because he's kind of obnoxious. He in is the obnoxious, previews. and in the beginning, when it was him just constantly trying to get in the trash, yes, destroy himself essentially. Yeah. It was kind of funny though. I was like, ah, yeah, but I was like, this is kind of annoying, and. I worried that that was going to be a huge focus in the film. But all it took was that walk with Woody. <laughs> Explain really that good. you could be someone's trash. But, but that's also in the comforting thematic. way. Right. Yeah. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Um, And then, oh man, I don't know. And just that everybody deserves to be loved and everyone has a purpose even yeah. if you don't feel like it man i feel like this film like it could really hit at um you know depressive states that people get into and yeah just, i'm not needed themes of, themes or... of self-worth yeah my goodness it, yeah. it's a very rich film so i take back what i said earlier when i was like well they're i feel like they're more mature themes but not as deep the themes are very deep yeah um but anyway his character were you gonna say something I can save it. 
Okay. Um, the other concern was, okay, one concern was, gosh, Woody is, this is his whole purpose is trying to save this stupid spork. And it really matters to Bonnie so much. And really, the plot of the film is Woody trying to get Quirky back. So he is a central part of the plot. But he gets kidnapped in the first act, basically. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of it. He does not get a lot of stage time. Yeah. So I didn't hate Forky because I felt like the movie did not revolve around him. Yeah. Had it, the movie probably would have sucked. Mm -hmm. But he was kind of a fun character. Yeah. One, you know, once you get past the kind of first annoying scenes. Yeah, you get like really introduction just... to him and then you're kind of like, oh, this is just, yeah, we got to get this character yeah. back, but he's not on the screen. But he's flatter though. than I thought he would be. I thought he was going to be this character that was more complex than he let on to be because he's become self-aware and all this stuff. But it was sort of like he has that moment walking down the road with Woody. And then when he's with Gabby, he's like just telling her all about Woody and all <laughs> this stuff. And but there was, it was kind of a plot device as well right. because then she understood Woody's situation and they were able to relate to one another. But anyway, I thought, I guess what I'm getting at is I thought he was used in a way that was not intrusive to the characters, yeah, that you know and love is what I yes, mean. Yes, like, it worked. He was fine. Yeah, probably one of the weaker parts of the film, but it's but it didn't fine. take away from. Yeah, it the didn't film. take away anything. Yeah, and there's that post-credit scene where Bonnie makes another toy. Yeah, she's like trash. <laughs> but he's like, no, it'll be okay. It's like again. Yeah. This is just like so minor, but because I am the way I am, I'm going to say it. I think I just care about detail too much. But in my opinion, this is so stupid. But in my <laughs> opinion, I think that... So they said like Bonnie's first day of first grade was fine. However, I think they should have made it her first day of kindergarten was fine. She made a new friend because I feel like she would have made another friend for Forky in her kindergarten year and not have waited till first grade. And then they could have been friends earlier. That, but that would probably make more sense. You're she right. would have been over the whole Forky thing by yeah. first grade. He'd be in the trash by then. Yeah. <laughs> or the memory, he'd be in the memory box. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So That's, that's funny. Just, that's a good point. But that's stupid and doesn't matter. But It doesn't. I was like, it should have been kindergarten because her first day hadn't even happened yet. But maybe they were like, oh, that might have confused people or something. Yeah. I think too deeply about stupid things. Okay, so Forky. Let's talk about our favorite new characters. Yeah. We, we were, were talking about these over dinner briefly. Yeah. And it was more so know, just guessing yeah. who the other one was. We I didn't. guessed correctly. I just want to state that for the record. I guessed Rachel's favorite new character correctly. And Rachel? My favorite. Hey. But my favorite new character is Giggles. She was hilarious. Yes. Well, you know, it's a play on Polly Pocket, which... You know, girls my age, okay, women, now women my age, as girls, like, it was just a nostalgic toy, but really My sister fun. had Polly Pocket, yeah. and I always thought it was kind of cool. I ne never would have had one, but I was like, oh, that's neat. They tried it's to like make boy little... ones at some point, but I was like, that's not. Yeah. But that little, like, her introduction scene where, like, she comes down from, like, the little balcony and then drives her car, like, two inches around. I was just, it's just such a good, like, entry. I'm like, oh, I love it. And just... I, she made me laugh more than once. Just her demeanor, and she's kind of like um, 
Bo's conscience in a way. She was like a sidekick in a romantic comedy. Yeah, which is like usually one of my favorite characters because I feel like he, that I just most relate to sidekicks, you I need, think. Well, you need that trope. And it was not a romantic comedy to some no, extent. it wasn't. It had elements that you would find in a typical romantic comedy. Sure, yeah. It was not a romantic comedy. But, it but that trope and no other, toys and other things. No, but I mean... Woody, I was like Woody and Bo end up together. Yeah, in the but end. I was like, are they gonna kiss? Because I hope not. Because that's weird. But <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I wanted the same thing, but the thought didn't cross my mind that would have been weird. I was like, are they gonna kiss? Gonna no, kiss. but but that's just adding like <laughs> that basically sexuality <laughs> that to toys, which is not what toys. The next level of Pixar do yeah. toys have yeah <laughs> sexual identities. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're just good friends. Okay. We can just leave it at that. But you know, there's something no, between they are them. In love. Yes, they are. But it was def- there was a love story yes, beneath there is. the surface of and this film. And even Giggles, sure. you know, alluded to that. Yeah. What's up with this guy? Yeah. And, you know, she had her thing with He Man. <laughs> she was funny. She is a good character. Which is awesome because she is so tiny and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> Um, my favorite new character, I guess characters, they were like a unit. Yeah. They were attached. They were so together. Was Ducky and Bunny, Key and Peel, And I remember seeing the trailer and being like, eh, I mean, they did the whole like, do infinity and your mom. And I'm like, it's just going to be, is this going to be like a bunch of one liners? Like I love Key and Peel, but I was still worried that their characters were going to be kind of lame. Yeah. But easily the the funniest parts of the movie for me it came from those guys. So. Yeah, it was definitely up your alley humor wise. Oh my gosh, they were cracking me so. up. And I like loved the... their like scenarios are like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> just... And then the one in the end credits was just so like over the top. Oh, some animator the... was like, This let's... is what we're gonna do, and they're like, End credits, all right, let's do it. Yeah, it just goes like so over the top. It's so awesome. Yeah, if you didn't stay for the end credits, That's what which I, I, meant, I imagine I most meant, people did. Well, I meant to mention that in our spoiler-free part, like stay for the credits because there's a lot of special treasures. In yeah, that. even the very, very end. Very, very, very end. Which um, is funny because um, Bishop Please on their Instagram stories mentioned like, stay till the very, very, very end. Like we were the only ones in the theater and... There's just something really awesome at the end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, we were also the like only e- ones. It's kind of like an Easter egg. We were also the only ones in the end of the theater. Yeah. And so. Worth I staying just, for, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's just a little thing. I mean, so especially if your kid wants to dance to the in the end, front. We'll keep that out of our, even our spoiler. Yeah. Because maybe you didn't see that. And you need to go see it again and see yeah. the little. Stay for it. A character's arc gets filled. Yeah. That's <laughs> the best way to put it. Yeah. Oh. It's good. It is. It's cute. Um. But yeah, those guys were great. Anyway, in the in the credits, I'm I'm sure most people stayed long enough to see this because the beginning of the credits they do kind of these short clips, but it's Ducky and Bunny and they're trying to get back at the um Carney who's running the game that they yeah. were on, and they just get like gigantic and get these laser eyes and they're like stopping around. I would love to see a Pixar short of Toy Story characters. Don't give me anything major. Don't give me a Woody story. 
you know, a Jesse story might be kind of cool, but like Ducky and Bunny. Yeah. Or Rex. Um, well, Rex has one or someone has, they have some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, sorry, I didn't express my thought to the fullest. Disney Plus is going to have that, like, the Pixar shorts or whatever, right? Yeah. Maybe it's not just Disney Plus, but the YouTube channel has it. If they're going to do that on Disney Plus and they're going to do more Pixar shorts, I would love to see more, more Toy Story characters. Yes, but with, like, super unimportant characters. Mm -hmm. You know? Ham. I'd love to see that, like, the club from the antique. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see something in that, like, universe. There was just so or, many, like... like the... In Toy Story 3, like, the... The daycare? Yeah, but they have that, like, special... Like, the room where, like, they're playing poker and stuff like that. True, but that probably got busted up when Lotso went away. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because Ken, Ken kind of has a transformation he in does. Toy Story 3. I oh, guess we're assuming we should... all of our listeners have seen Toy Story 3. Which, which if you're, you you're listening to a review of Toy four, Story 4, yeah. you've probably seen 3. If not, that's on you. I'm sorry. But. Yeah, three. I mean, Toy Story 1, to me, just has like a special place. But three, I think I can make the case that that's the best of the bunch. But but one is something, it's just on a whole other level. Right. One of the greatest I mean, movies I think ever made. Again, the first of its kind yes. that just yeah. really pioneered Pixar and and just modern day animation. Um, but three is a tough act to follow. I think so too. Again, I was just like, it doesn't need to happen. Toy Story 4 does not need to happen. But they made it happen and it worked. Yeah. Um, which you already know because we've already said that. Um, I wanted to bring up uh, another new character. Is it the stunt driver? Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Did you know those Keanu Reeves voicing him? I saw that he was going to be in Toy Story 4, but I didn't put the two and two together until you just said that. His character was pretty awesome. Well, you know, of course, I immediately think of my cousin that she's really going to love love one of the new characters, mm -hmm. and she and her family will be excited about that. Um, what were you going to say about his character, though? I just want to talk about him a little Everybody bit. Everybody knows who we're talking about, so I don't need his yeah. name. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. But he was, well, when you mentioned Ken or when we talked about Ken, uh -huh. he was kind of like the Ken doll of Toy Story 4. Sure, except he never had like the bad side to him. True. He was just always kind of willing to help out. But he did have that like thing Like a true Canadian. Peep. Yeah, he was great. I love that it was Keanu Reeves. And I think Keanu Reeves did a good job with voice acting. Like it wasn't like just your typical deadpan Keanu, you know, John Wick. But his story was funny. I like that this film had so many flashbacks. Mm -hmm. You got it with Lotso. You got it with Jesse in two and three. But this one had quite a few, you know? That was kind of fun. Yeah. I was also. H his being one of them. Yeah. There's also a lot of little hidden Pixar gems in the movie. Did yeah, you I was, catch any? Well, I was looking for the ball and I didn't see it. Hmm. The ball's in every Pixar movie. I'm sure it it's in there. Not, I, I know it's in there. It's 100% in there. I just didn't see it. Hmm. Did you see the when they stopped to get gas, it was at a Dynaco station? So yeah, I looked over at you. I was like, you know, giving you a big goofy grin because Easter yeah, eggs. I didn't catch it. Yeah. And then there was the, they're going through like some different things. I don't know. The grape soda cap came up. Too. Oh, I did see that from up. Yeah. 
yeah, those are the the those two are the that, two that I, you noticed. Yeah, I'm sure I, there was a bunch. Pixar's really good about that. Yeah, it's really fun when those things come up, and you're like, oh. And they mentioned something about Thumper, like naming his uh, oh naming Woody's dust bunny. Oh yeah, and I loved how um, Ducky and Bunny when they were. So this is end credits again, but they're liberating the toys, and the first toys that they liberate are these plush frogs. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What's up, Mr. Toad? You want to go on a wild adventure?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, wild ride." Wild ride. Yeah. Sorry, that obviously makes more sense than wild yes. adventure. But yeah, yeah, I love Mr. Toad. Yeah, it's wild I heard ride, you so. giggle about that one. Like, cool. Like yeah, but I, you know, you know, just kind of cap up that section that we're talking about. I think all of the additions were really good additions, and it's kind mm-hmm. of sad that we're not going to get to see them in anything else. Unless... Unless they do five some, and it's... Or, no, we don't want five. What I want is what you were saying, some Pixar shorts. Right, they, but who knows? They could end up doing five at some point in time. Okay, so... I hope not. Come on, but, let's be done. We gotta so be done at some new point. New additions were great. Forky, eh, fine. whatever. He was fine. Yeah. I, I, I want It's like, I give him more credit because I thought he was going to be... Horrible. More obnoxious than he was. Yeah. Um, but he def- definitely was the weakest of the new characters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we loved all those new additions. But I do feel like in Toy Story 5... Um, what? S- Toy Story 5? <laughs> Sorry. 4. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> do you know something that... I don't know. Um, no, to- the Toy Story 4 that, you know core characters to this franchise did not get the time that they deserve the screen time that they deserve yes which is what i was saying about buzz yes which i don't know made it if it made that made it into the spoiler free zone but one reason that i docked some points was because of that and because it was mostly woody's story and like was he was he's Woody's, Woody's existential journey. crisis and like yeah. so many of the others have been about friendship like with the whole group um, and this was more what is Woody's next step beyond Andy um, and you know Bonnie kind of you know he's in the closet more and not getting played with and Buzz still is for whatever reason um, so yeah I don't know I, I you know, Buzz is such a great character, and I'm the glad moments... they made Buzz jump out of the window and go after Woody, and, and it was he got fun. his I... own like kind of story yeah, arc there. Adventure. But yeah, but yeah, it really was not all about him, and there's no real reason for him doing anything other than. Well, it was funny that his whole motivation was follow your inner voice. Yeah, for he thought it was Woody's like voice box, <laughs> the string, so he just kept pushing the buttons on his chest, yeah. and it's like follow this. It was that was really it was funny. And fun. I like that. And I, I thought it was funny that people just kept jumping out the window. Yes. <laughs> They're like, what, what are you doing? Like when Jesse did it. Yeah. Like, what? Another one? This is yeah. great. So, yeah, I would have liked more Buzz because so much of Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 are about Buzz and Woody's friendship and working together and all mm-hmm. of them just working as a team. And, you know, and they do. Yeah. But even beyond Buzz, it's like. So Buzz gets a little time, at least. But the other ones. Oh, Rex, you don't Mr. see Potato Rex, Head, yeah. Slinky Dog. Right. They're just kind of extras. Yeah. For all intents really and purposes. Really super minor. So, which is like, again, I this is Woody's conclusion, basically. Right. But new characters, great. Use of the old characters who we've come to know and love, not so great. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> kind it's of sums like, that up. It's kind of okay, but kind of sad at the same time. Yeah. Because, well, the thing is, it's like because their arc was concluded, but, you know, Woody, Woody's wasn't, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And But I think Buzz's wasn't, you know, Buzz and Woody, Woody and Buzz, they're, you know. No, they're you they're, they're, a, they're a partnership. Know, they're yes. it's you can't have one without the other almost. But you but didn't then, really feel that in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. So it's like it's their separation, which is I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I have feelings. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's a little bit sad, but it is what it is. So who knows if they'll do anything else with that? I wonder if like. It's like Woody got his conclusion, but did Buzz in his own right? Are they going to make a Toy Story 5? I don't know. I bet there's a Toy Story 5. Toy Story 5 without Woody? Or they somehow find a way to put Woody in? See, that's what I'm afraid of is like, why stretch it? Like Woody's, for all intents and purposes, he should be done at this point in time. So... Uh, Bo was super cool bringing her back, but now she's this like renegade, like yeah. lone star. Yeah, and I know, like, you know, Disney and many films and franchises are like, you know, all about the girl power these days. And maybe people are getting kind of sick of that, you know, because we had the Avengers scenes in both Endgame and When it's shoved Wars. down your throat, I think it can be just too much. But this one, I felt like it was not like it was clearly a prominent part of the movie, like Bo's character and and her strong, independent woman vibe that she was giving off was was like central to the film. But I never felt like that message of like girl power was shoved down my throat. It was just like, here is a powerful female protagonist who is kind of saving the day here. And it's kind of like she's what helps Woody kind of come to. Yeah this realization of who he is and how he can live his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and Buzz did play a role in that because at that very end, he's just like, she's going to miss you. Bonnie's going to miss no, you. He, she's going to be okay. Or she, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. She's going to yeah. miss you. That's not what he needed to hear. No, she's going to be okay. Bonnie's going to be okay. So, but, but you could tell that Woody Buzz was just confirming that Woody had already made up his mind there. And was making the wrong decision by going back. And he's kind of like, hey, you you made the right decision when you decided to stay with Bo. So, yeah, I really do appreciate, even though Buzz's presence was was mostly missing from this movie, that he was the one to kind of turn Woody back mm-hmm. to Bo. Do what a true friend would, I suppose. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like Ralph and Penelope in yeah. a way. Like, you know, live your dream. Mm. Um. Yeah, but what I was going to say about the girl power, Captain Marvel also did, like, you know, heavy on the the girl power. So I was kind of like, you know, is it just, are these Disney movies just landed on too thick? However, I just want to say as a woman, maybe it only feels that way. Maybe people would only be annoyed. Wait, that's not what I meant to say. It, it might only feel that way because it's been boy power for so long that it's okay to bring in a little girl power. That's all I have to say about that. I just don't need reminded that it, I'm it's girl power that I'm seeing. Just just give it to me. Make that the thing. You know what I mean? We never had Which a line. Which you felt like Toy Story did well. Did well. I, we for. didn't have a line about like 
Bo Peep being a strong female character. Yeah, and same with Moana, too. Yeah. It's like, you're going to be the chief someday. There's no real, like, explanation. And I think that's the problem I had with Avengers. We're, like, totally on a rabbit trail now. But <laughs> they're, like, you know, sort of like, yeah, we can do this together. We're in this together. And it's, like, it's very clearly, like, it's all women mm-hmm. <laughs> who have somehow met at the same moment that they're together. <laughs> the and they're just like, like oh, we've got each other's backs. It's like, yeah. Avengers does a great job of showing strong female leads. Just keep doing that. Yeah, you Thank don't you. have to I'm make good. a thing. But yeah, so anyway, I like Toy Story Four. I thought did it well. Yeah, I like and, and, our, and our villain was a strong female. I mean, she had her like Courageous. issues, but she was a girl in power. You know. Mm-hmm. So I did yeah. not feel like it was laid on thick. I didn't feel like anything was cliche or laid on too thick. Yeah, you said you didn't hate anything about it. So. Yeah. You know, my, my complaints that I alluded to in the um, spoiler-free section were mostly just with, like, plot holes and kind of jumping around. And I think the main reason for that is they couldn't just give us the Woody movie. Yeah. We would have been upset. So we got the buzz parts and the new characters and all that stuff. And it almost suffered a little bit from, like, what a lot of people complained about about Avengers Endgame to bring that back in was that they tried to give characters kind of equal screen time and it just made for kind of a disjointed plot. And so I felt that a little bit with like the buzz and the characters in the RV and all that stuff where it was just like, ah, does this really work? And I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. At the very end, um, Bonnie and her family decided to leave whatever they, wherever they were, the carnival area. I don't know why I'm blanking on the name. And they have this whole like mini, not mini scene, it was it was a scene of the characters getting the RV back to that town. And it was funny. To the, the carousel slash merry-go-round yes. was the mission. And it was funny. Very entertaining. But it but I there was a part where I'm just like, first of all, super far-fetched. Yeah, that they would have the, that they would have this capability to make the driver, the dad of the RV, kind of do this thing. It was yeah. funny. It reminded I loved me how the unicorn the... kept saying, "Get the dad in, yeah, in jail," and like at the end, he's like, "He's gonna go to jail." <laughs> that was good. So, it reminded me of a uh, Finding Dory when the when they all drove the the truck. Yeah, which it I'm seems like, like that. Hmm. It's kind of like ah, you, you you stretched it a little bit too far. But I asked myself, like, why would they even? Couldn't they have just had? the RV stay a little bit longer in the town. Like, why'd they have to have this whole, like, and I understand it's the climax and they're trying to build up this moment to make it even more intense than it needs to be. But I think another part of it was Buzz had to reunite with Woody. The the characters needed to have that final farewell with them, all this stuff. And it's just sort of like, um, let's, let's, we need to make sure that they've got their screen time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of the my complaints about the movie is that just that they tried to make everybody matter, which was impossible, and they definitely did not do, and that it made for some far-fetched moments. I see. I could see that. Far-fetched and just disjointed. Like, it, ju- it seemed to jump in certain points. I didn't see the jumping. Like, I think the story made sense i said the otters by the way driving they didn't drive it was the fish that drove and then the otters diverted attention anyways um you're talking about finding dory now yeah yes well i misspoke so i had to clarify but 
yeah, the toy is doing all this stuff. I, I mean, I thought it was fine. Like, you know, they're in their different things. And they have to bring it all together. But I, I don't know. I, 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 yes, I'm just saying I, it could have been a 100% movie if there weren't moments like that that I felt like broke the immersion and made me feel like, mm, right, this, like this is a bit much. Yeah. Because I don't know if in the past ones, in the one, two, and three, if humans ever heard toys talk. So if you know, if you're listening and you when know. When did a human hear a toy talk? When, I think it, her name's Trixie, the Triceratops, is oh, the GPS. Right, yes, And when Buzz says like, your backpack is in the antique shop or whatever. You're right. And she's like, oh my yes, God. So point. I don't, I can't remember if they ever broke that yeah. toy to human barrier so that, that's another in the thing past. you know with the like with the plot is it this is not just oh they're trying too hard to make all characters relevant it's like tr- trying to like link parts of the plot together that makes sense but that the whole scene of driving as funny as it was it is funny yeah it was hilarious trixie giving the direction it, it was who knows maybe that's the main reason they wanted that scene in there so they're like this is just really funny and it's the climax, and we need to make it seem like, oh, are they going to get back? And how are they going to get back? We're going to have this crazy. I can't scenario. stop. <laughs> that was really good. It's a rental. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Huh. Well, I don't know if I have anything else to say. I'm sure I'll think of stuff later. But for me, this I think about does it for for our podcast review it's definitely a movie i want to see again i do i really want to see it again. like i want to we have the box set i guess of the first three mm-hmm. and you i want to watch g- one two three and then go see four again no i wasn't gonna say that but i, I want to own four like i really really liked it and oh, i would yeah. watch it and enjoy it over and over yeah, again. yeah and that's the thing about our reviews is we will always nitpick and critique stuff as, that's just because as we are as people <laughs> yeah but Excellent movie. Yeah. Excellent movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want to. I, 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 I still haven't seen Endgame again. I don't know why I keep bringing that up. Bring up that movie. But I want to see that Finding again Dory. in theaters if it's still in theaters. Um, oh, you haven't heard the news? Oh, no. They're going to yeah, re-release. release it with extra end credit scenes. They're mostly because they're trying to catch up to Yeah, well, Avatar. I'm still supposed to take my dad to go see it for uh, his birthday. He hasn't seen slash it? Father's. No, he's no, he seen saw it. it. Yeah. But he he said, he told me initially he wanted to see it again. Anyways. I would see it again. I want to see that again, but I was going to say, I want to see Toy Story again in theaters. So I have two, two movies again to see in theaters, which I've already seen in the theaters, which, you know, we don't like to spend a ton of money <laughs> um, on stuff. All right, we're podcasters now. It's for for our yeah, but we slash. already did that. We already did the podcast once. This would just be oh, for yeah, yeah, recreation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do want to see Toy Story again, like it. soon, and in the theater, just because it is so stunning. And it you is. know what? It I want to see really Aladdin again. Maybe yeah. I don't need to see that one in the theater. No, well, but we that can one's go to stunning the dollar too. Theater or something. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I don't know if Lion King is going to have better animation. Oh, man. But seeing the Toy Story 4 animation just made me so hyped for that movie because I'm like, it's going to be, think about Jungle Book. It's going to be a step up from the Jungle Book. It's amazing what they do and keep improving on. 
because Jungle Book was. We might have to do that giant screen for Lion King. Let's, oh, we can't take we can't take our kid to that. No, it'll probably be too scary. Yeah, my niece. We took. Um, they re-released the Lion King animated mm -hmm. in um, when she was like four. This is my oldest. This is Anna. She was. She's now oh, eight, gosh. nineteen. Uh, but yeah, we took her when she was graduate. like four mm -hmm. to go see the Lion King in IMAX. And she had nightmares for months because it well, was just so intense. So yeah, hyper, I'm like, be so our hyper realism. Our child is now four, and I don't think I want him he to see Mufasa it. die in IMAX, and just those yeah scary scenes. So yeah, yeah. well that that's an adult movie. Yeah, but the, I mean the point I was trying to make though is that just the level of animation is so crazy. Oh, I know. Good. That, yeah. Uh, it would just be too much. The future is bright if you like digitally animated films i would love for disney to do more uh, uh, at least another hand-drawn animation just give us one like every five years or so yeah Be what was the cool. last one princess and the frog yeah. or was there one mm -hmm. more recent nope princess and the frog yeah those are beautiful but i'm telling you what they're doing with digital animation today is it's mind-blowing insane it looks real and you missed you you came in late i know appointment, uh, this went too long but the opening scene where they tell the story of how Bo Peep goes away. Um, you've seen, I'm sure you've seen the scene from the trailer, but it's where they're under the car in the rain. I just, even that opening scene, I'm like, holy smokes. Like, how are they how doing do they this? Do this. Yeah, I caught the very end. Yeah. So, phenomenal which, film. Which is just all the more reason I need to see it quirks. again. It's not a perfect movie. But near. Mm, you know, it falls about seven or eight percent from being perfect. Might be the worst Toy Story movie. No, that's no. How, no, that's how good Toy Story movies are. Okay. It might be the worst Toy Story movie. No, okay. One has its place because it's one we talked about: it. Pioneer, first of its kind, whatever. However, I like three better than one, then four, then one, then two. I think I'm gonna go. One, three, four, two. All right. Well, we agree on two. <laughs> Being the weakest of the franchise. But two is still great. Oh, man, they're so good. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe three, one, four, two. Is that what you said? Let us <laughs> know what you think is the best Toy Story film. Or rank them. Either way. Tweet at us. We are P-O-O-W podcast on Twitter. On Instagram. Part of our world podcast. Mm -hmm. We now have that voicemail number that we read at the start of the show, which is 614-392-8147. Shoot us a voicemail. You can also email us, part of our world podcast at gmail.com. Anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this review of Toy Story 4. Of course, it's more than a review. It's more of a discussion. Yeah. And um, we enjoy doing this it's a big summer for disney movies yeah we're just getting slammed yeah which i'm not mad about Got lion king spider-man coming up it's gonna be great Ooh, yes I know. and i love that we now have an excuse to go see every single I know. Disney movie that it's comes great. out in theaters even the ones that are that. like mediocre i'm like i love going to see movies i love disney movies voila uh, i have a great situation here so i was actually thinking about that i'm like how many more movies has our four-year-old seen in the theaters <laughs> than like the average four-year-old just and because we are doing this. Yeah. Well, 
Thanks for tuning in. There are so many Disney podcasts out there. I don't know how many of them do movie reviews like this, but it does not matter. You chose to listen to our review of Toy Story 4, and we are so grateful for that. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Um, if you like the show, we'd definitely appreciate a review over on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can is leave that, what that it's there. Called now? It is called that now. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Are you sure? Positive. Tom, our good friend Tom on Hyperion Adventures made that point and I'm like I'm still putting iTunes until it becomes like the stable name yeah but um, that is where you want to leave a review that's going to get us noticed because all the other podcast apps basically pull from iTunes so if you guys go there and you leave us a five-star review whether there are words written about us or not that's going to help us get noticed by the rest of the world so appreciate it definitely definitely appreciate that until next time we'll see you real soon bye (laughs) <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.